0: Hello everyone, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn. Today, it's a little lonely here in Club Unicorn, for it is only I, Brayden, with this brief bonus episode. Diversity and celebrating what makes every person special and unique is very important to us at Parados. We're lucky enough to be a global company. And we're lucky enough to get to work with folks from all over the world. Before the pandemic struck, we got to travel, we got to go and see a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting places, and meet our colleagues from all over the world. Because we can't do that right now, what we want to do is we want to celebrate the uniqueness and the diversity of all of the people that we know and that we work with, and even from our personal lives by telling short stories about the holidays that they celebrate and specifically what part food plays in those holidays. What we're going to do for these holidays as they come up is have brief conversations with folks that we know, folks that we work with, or even listeners. If you have a story about a holiday and how food plays into that holiday and your special food traditions around that holiday, Let us know. Write us an email and we'll read it on the show. Leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. We would love to hear all of the different and special ways that people use food to celebrate their special unique holidays. We're fast approaching the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. It literally translates to Head of the Year. And it actually has an even older name than that that translates to day of shouting or blasting, which I found interesting. I never knew that before, but my favorite part of the holiday is the shofar, which is a hollowed out ram's horn that they sound during the services. And I've been lucky enough to get to go and see that a few times with my wife's family because they are Jewish and they celebrate this holiday. So we in my family now celebrate this holiday as well. For Rosh Hashanah, I had a conversation with one of our co-workers, Jen, who is getting ready to celebrate this holiday with her family, and she shared very briefly what it is that they have, what's special about the meals, and how those food traditions have changed a little bit over time as her family changes and grows. So thank you all very much. I hope you enjoy, and here we go. Jen, hello, how are you today?
1: I'm doing good, Brayden, how are you? I'm
0: doing well, thank you so much for joining us. With Rosh Hashanah coming up, we just wanted to spend a little time learning from folks how they celebrate the holiday and what kind of special food traditions that they or their family have. So we really appreciate you coming on and sharing those with us. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, so could you share with us just a little bit about how you celebrate it and how food plays a part in that celebration?
1: Yes, so Rosh Hashanah is the new year, and normally I get together with my immediate family and we'll have a nice family dinner to celebrate the new year. This year is a little different because of COVID-19. We will be celebrating it separately, but we will still enjoy the same traditional foods that we always have. Because Rosh Hashanah is the new year, we often wish each other to have a sweet new year, so the foods are centered around sweet Um, We normally start our meals, our dinners, with challah with raisins. We normally have sweet and sour meatballs with simis. And simis is a mix of sweet potatoes and carrots and fruit and potatoes. Uh, We normally end with some type of chocolate cake, like a chocolate babka. So the whole meal is centered around the sweet because of the sweet new year.
0: A lot of people associate uh, Rosh Hashanah with apples and honey. Is that something that you traditionally have? Or was that never really a part of your celebration?
1: No, thank you. We normally do have apples and honey. That is a a family favorite.
0: Yeah, I I know at my house, my my wife is Jewish, so our children are being raised Jewish. You may be hearing one of my children right now in the background who has decided she's a star and (laughs) she needs to be involved. That's my two-year-old. We always have since I've been, uh, since I started dating my wife, I would make her an apple cake. So that's something that we would always have uh, around this time of year. I would always make her an apple cake.
1: Jewish apple cake um, is a favorite for a lot of families. We just prefer chocolate, which is why we go with the, the chocolate babka.
0: Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. Chocolate babka, also a big, uh, Seinfeld is a big fan of the chocolate babka, as we all know. I happen to know though since we also full disclosure we work together we happen to be neighbors as well our kids go to school together I happen to know that your husband is a chef Yes So do you get really extra special Rosh Hashanah dinners you know since since uh, you you two got together or does he now cook the same kind of traditional foods for you
1: Um he he does cook the same traditional foods um for us ever since he um became part of our family he has up the notch of the quality of food that we now eat you
0: just don't say that to your mom right or your dad you wouldn't tell them that
1: no i wouldn't <laughs> tell them that
0: no i it, it's funny because you know i my wife is jewish your husband like me is not but we now are both responsible for making you know the meals you know for rosh hashanah for passover hanukkah all these different new foods for us as you know food professionals as chefs so it's it's fun for us you know as a as a professional it's been fun for, you know, the last about 12, 13 years uh, since I met my wife to be learning about all these new foods and these new food traditions and to, you know, bring them into to part of my home. Is there anything else uh, just around Rosh Hashanah and food that you that you do or that you celebrate? Is it basically the one, one meal? Because it's a two-day holiday.
1: It is a two-day holiday and we most of the time have the same food two days in a row, Um, It's more efficient that way. It is, and we can enjoy leftovers. You really have to cook once and reheat the next day.
0: No, that's it's funny because we do the same thing. I think for all the holidays, you know, Passover is a little different. It's a longer holiday, but Rosh Hashanah every year, you know, whether it's my mother-in-law cooking or you know this year me cooking, we'll make you know the meal for the first day and then the leftovers for the second day. So I, I like it. I kind of like that because then I don't have to worry about another meal. The biggest struggle probably around my house is is convincing my children that you know these special once a year foods are tasty and delicious because small children sometimes they see something only once a year and they go i I don't know about that. I'm not sure I want to actually you know have this you know what are you what are you putting on my plate there, daddy? <laughs> do your kids you have you have two daughters do they feel the same way, or are they all in with you know the special? holiday foods that that you make
1: in the very beginning when they were younger they would not try the, the, the foods that are particular to the holidays over the years we've gotten them to be a little bit more courageous in trying the foods and um they they really do like some of them especially the sweet and sour meatballs they like challah bread just not with the raisins they'll eat it plain and we have to take the crust off <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> um but, you know, they, they are as they're getting older, they are getting more involved in the cooking process and they do like to help. So because they are able to help, they are more willing to try the new foods.
0: I think that's always true. Again, my my two year old wants to help, although she can only do so much. But I find when my seven year old helps in the kitchen, he's definitely more into making the food. Like whenever I make hummus, he always helps. He helps me make the tahina sauce before we make the hummus. And when, before he did that, he didn't really like hummus.
1: He wasn't sure what it was.
0: Since he started helping me, you know, now it's one of his favorite foods and I almost can't put enough of it, you know, on his plate.
1: That's how it is. Now sweet and sour meatballs, my girls can't get enough of it.
0: Well and what makes it special though is that it is just, you know, for the holiday. If if you start to have those foods all the time, then they do lose some of the, the unique special qualities. Yes, definitely. Jen, thank you very much. We really appreciate you coming on and talking with us about Rosh Hashanah and about uh, your special family traditions. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. Happy New Year.
0: Thank you, Jen, for taking the time, sitting down and having that conversation with me. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to sharing more of these conversations with everyone around the holidays that we all celebrate, how we celebrate them, and how food plays a big part in our holidays and in all of these special times in our lives. I hope you are all well. If you are celebrating Rosh Hashanah, have a happy new year. It is now the year 5781 in the Jewish calendar. So enjoy everybody, stay well, take care, and be seeing you.